Hello and welcome to another episode of Behind the Shield Wall, the podcast from Shield Wall Productions where we talk about really anything. Um, no structure, be it tabletop, video games, anything that comes to mind, really. And on this episode, we have myself, John, and... Nathan! And the, we are totally not doing this for the second, this little run-in for this the second time. This is definitely not take two, this is actually take three. Yeah, no, we definitely haven't had technical difficulties for the first time in a long time. Yeah, it's bound to catch up to us, catch up to us, to Kabaka. I told you I won't be able to talk today. Yeah. It's but you came in anyway, and I appreciate it. <laughs> it's definitely the uh, time for def- technical difficulties to catch up with us. Yes. I'm going to sit here and be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, because I've got some things to say about stuff. Despite the fact he said unstructured, he's actually got a notebook. I do. This is actually and one... a clipboard. Yeah, this is the actually he's one time. He's fancy on us. Not only is there structure to the unstructured podcast, or really just in general, but I've got some say- some stuff to say about things, and one of those things is uh, the... PC game Eternal Crusade, that uh, third-person 40k shooter that was meant as a spiritual successor to Space Marine um, at the outset, and it's kind of had a checkered development cycle, and then they was did, in... <clears throat> they did promise a lot of things, and delivered a couple of them. Yeah, it was in early access on Steam for a while, um, and then went, got declared fully done and fully released, and... To everyone's dismay. Yeah, because everyone's like, are, are you sure? <clears throat> are you sure this is the actual final product? You're not just beta testing it? Uh-huh, and then after it went full release, not not very long after, if not immediately after full release, I think full release actually was the herald of the included free-to-play option. Yeah. Um, now, the thing with the free-to-play option, actually, is it's, if you're, it's actually kind of not a bad call but the thing about the free to play and i'm going to refer to my handy dandy notepad for this one is that the free versus the paid version differences kind of very heavily reek of compromise um the free to play version you're locked out of the jump assault class so assault marines raptors that's their orc storm boys and whatever the eldar equivalent would be soapy hawks yeah them um and you earn all the like XP and requisition points like that at a third of the rate as you were if it was the paid version. But the weird thing about that is like you're not losing any of that. You can still at any point upgrade to the paid version and it just, while you're playing, however long you play, it banks up all what you would have earned so that whenever, if you ever do eventually pay the free version, you get all that backlog of stuff just like that. Um, so you can test it out and then be like, hey, I actually kind of want to invest in this and get more stuff. Yeah, here's, here's twenty. Your, here's, here's twenty of my actual dollars. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, twenty bucks. Yeah. Um. And in, they they wanted to try to keep the spirit of Space Marines customization across all the factions, to which they did to a point. You can't really customize different colors for your different dudes because it's all locked into different sub factions within sub factions. Um. I will actually also say at this point that I've only played four fucking hours of this game, and so I've <laughs> only really had time to sample the Loyalists because I wanted to play as Space Wolves. Um, and of the Loyalist factions, there's Space Wolves, Dark Angels, Imperial Fists, and... Um, wait, Space Wolves, Blood Angels, yeah, Dark Angels, Fists, and Ultramarines, because of course Ultramarines have to be there. Oh, of course. Um, any Crimson Fists? New. I don't think there's any successor chapters. If I... If that... I know Christopher's our successor, but they're also, you know, the first Space Marine. True, yeah. That's a good point. The original Space Marine yep. was yep. a Crimson Fist. Yep. The, and then a year later when they released 
Rogue Trader on the cover was a Crimson Fist. Yes. Yeah, they were before Ultramarines, weren't they? They were. They're a successor chapter that the, predates all the original <laughs> chapters. As far as being the poster child for the yeah, franchise. That's hilarious. As far as existing. Yeah. Um, and for... I don't know what the different sub-factions are for the Eldar, because I don't know how they would divvy that up. Uh, different crap, crap I don't know. I don't know how... Like, I, I, it's all Greek to you. It is. And same with the Orc tribes, warbands, whatever, but... That one's yellow, that one's red, Pretty that one's blue, and the one you can't see is purple. Yes. Um, and then for Chaos, they actually didn't go with any of the... They went all with all the uh, Undivided Legion slash warbands. So Black Legion, Road Corsairs... Uh, Black Legion, uh, Word Bearers, Iron Warriors, and Night Lords, I think. Um, because you can give your dudes different chaos marks to give them different benefits. Makes sense. So, but like, like none of the Renegades either. Yeah, I don't know. I I wouldn't hold out for DLC that added those <laughs> in. I really wouldn't. Because the thing is, for those of you listening along, if you happen to be, have a, a computing machine handy. Um, if you look on Steam, the store page, mixed reviews, both recently and over its lifetime. Over its lifetime is actually a 50% split of, like, 50% of the reviews were positive. The other reviews are like, what the steaming cross-eyed fuck is this shit? And I can understand both sides of it. Because there's a lot of potential with this game if it had just spent more time being polished. Well, probably would have helped the reviews a lot is if they didn't promise everything from the get-go yeah they promised a lot early on and just didn't allocate enough time because for one i've never heard of behavior who did this right the studio that developers yeah yeah so on the one if if you're gonna delve into something like this do it right or don't do it at all here no no it's like under promise over deliver never over promise and under deliver yeah yeah there is there's a um because if they just said hey we're going to be doing this. You're going to get a few different factions you can pick from. and mm-hmm. People would have been expecting it, and it would have been okay. Mm-hmm. If you're saying, hey, there's going to be vehicles. You can play whatever faction you want. Yada. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, oh, wait, you don't get those? Oh. Yeah, and not only are there vehicles, but vehicles that you can ha- that are fully crewed. So for the Space Marine Predator, for instance, um, both side sponsons, crewed by an individual person. Main turret, I think, is also an individual person. The, and who's also the driver, and then the Pintamont. So four different people can be shooting guns. That's great. Um, if you're all playing together. Yeah. Might helps too. Yes. Um, rhinos are a thing with the singular Stormbolter that can hold... Side plot. Yes. World of Tanks is adding Space Marine tanks. I saw that, yeah. Vindicators and Predators are being added into World of Tanks. Yeah, yeah. I saw that um, announcement, and they had, like, the like front... Um, tread hulls yeah the corners like you know what machines of devastation and carnage will take the field i was like well that's a indicator and that's a predator <laughs> <laughs> like to anyone who this would actually matter to they already know they already know like they already know but vindicators are also in this i haven't actually seen one being used because i get well here's another thing that also kind of like sort of reeks of compromise the free version the only way you can get a game is just, hey, put me in any game now. You don't get to choose where you fight, who you fight against. It just randomly dumps you into either against Orcs, Chaos, or Eldar. Um, which, as a Space Marine, as a Loyalist Marine, rather, pick a litter sort of dealio, 
Yeah. Because from what I've been told and from what I've witnessed myself, and also taken part in myself, I'm guilty of it, all the new players go for loyalists. So the most incompetent teams are the loyalists. You'll get those rare moments where, like, there'll be the, you know, people who are, like, the who actually wanted to play loyalists and stuck with it. So you in a couple months. We'll see. Like, yeah. I didn't pay a single red cent for this game. I spent four hours on it, and I still kind of want to refund, Nathan. <laughs> um, because it's... There's a lot of potential, like I said, but it just needs so much more work effort. and effort. The most glaring issue of all is just the just astounding lack of uh, game engine optimization. My computer is a pretty beefy, a little old, but the graphics card is pretty damn new. Like, it's a pretty powerful <laughs> machine as far as rendering and video quality and graphics quality like that. Um, on the default medium graphics settings in any sort of combat encounter, my frame rates tanked to the point where, like, I'd go from, like, a not very smooth, maybe 40 FPS, just running to where I was going, to where anytime someone shot at me or I shot at them or attacked me in close combat, it's like, cool, 20. Oh. Like, not great. No. Because when frame rates dip that low, it's kind of like a slideshow effect where everything moves very quickly. Um, Eldar already moved very quickly. And as of the most either most recent patch or the up, most upcoming patch, I don't know, I, no one ever clarified if it was out or not, um, everyone's getting a movement speed buff as far as sprint speed, which from a lore perspective, for some of them, makes sense. Like, you know, the person I was talking to is like, why does space brains need to run faster? It's like, well, there's actually a really specific specific short story in lore that talks about that one of the reasons space marines are so fucking terrifying on the battlefield is that no one considers any something that big can move so quickly yep now that said eldar are fucking broken in this game they really are they move so fucking quickly they're squishy but they move so quickly and with the constant frame rate drops in any sort of fighting situation they're moving even faster to where, like, the only time I was able to get a kill on the fuckers was if I saw them first and they didn't see me while I emptied half my mag in their general direction. Speaking of which, um, as far as space marine range weapons go, I haven't unlocked a whole lot of shit. You know, four hours, whatever. But apparently I don't really need to. Because I'm actually kind of happy to report this. The bog standard bolter is, like, one of the biggest powerhouses in the game. As it fucking should be, Nathan. Yes. As it should be. And, like, it was a weapon they considered too brutal for warfare. Yeah, like, the, the, the both the Talon Eldar are just like, this is absolutely barbaric. What in, is wrong with you? In 30k, it was considered too brutal for normal personnel to use. Yeah. It was only interested in the Space Marines because they were there to wipe things out. Yes. And also that was the only reason could, they were allowed to use the Bolters. And the only ones who could, who could manage the recoil. Yes, but just, like, the Bolter type of weapon itself. Mm -hmm. Just seeing the effect of it would not go well on the normal, un augmented human psyche. Yes. It's only necessary when you need to wipe them out. Yes. Completely. When you need to kill it till it's dead. And then some. And then kill it more deader. Um, but, like, I don't know. Like, this game has so much potential. And one of the bits about leveling, leveling up is what's called an advancement points. And there's a whole tree where, like, as you level up, you get these advancement points. And you can unlock certain, basically, perpetual perks that give buffs to either... Amount of health, amount of shields, health regeneration, shield regeneration, times, delay, whatever. Um, proficiency with this, that, or the other. 
which are all fairly reasonably priced, I guess, for how much you unlock advancement points. I think I leveled up twice and was able to unlock four or five different of the initial advancement point perks. Not bad. No. Because all the first ones that you unlock are solely based around your health and armor. Okay. I'm okay with this. Yeah. Um, and then there's the requisition points, which let you unlock your weapons and stuff like that, which you earn a shitload of. And you can either specifically, I want that weapon and save up an ass load. Or you can just do the what's called a supply drop that comes in different various requisition cost tiers. One of the like bog standard, and it comes and it drops. It's basically think loot crates. Yeah, with that depending on how expensive they are, drops different quality of items. Bog standard one, five hundred rec points per crate. After leveling up twice, I was able to open four or five. Nice. You only get one thing per. That's yeah. But that's okay. Yeah. Because I got a new, I got a variant of a bolt pistol and some attachments and stuff. I got an extended mag for the bolter, which, hey, cool, I got an extended mag for the fucking best space marine weapon in the game. Awesome. <laughs> um, but, again, kind of reeks of compromise. because And deadlines. And deadlines, because it shows you how much you have and then how much is banked up right next to each other, rather than, you know, setting how much you've banked up if you're playing the free version. Off the side, so you could just look up and be like... Yeah, maybe I should look, you know, now. But I maybe understand that because again, you look. Oh, you know, we'll we'll have it so that you can you know, you'll earn all of what you would earn if you were playing playing the paid version. But you know, you have to. But it's sequestered away. But it's right there next to what you've actually earned. Compromise again, fucking compromise, Nathan. Um. And I don't know the. I'm willing to put in, let's say, what did I do, four hours? I'm willing to put in another six just to say I've played ten hours of this game. I'll dedicate the rest of the time I've spent on the other factions because you can have up to four different characters. So you can have one character for each faction. So you just piddle out and see if you're getting, if you're tired of getting fragged by your teammates as the loyalists because friendly fire is a thing. And man, oh man, I was warned that my teammates would frag me on the regular if I played loyalist. I should have listened. I should have taken that as like, absolute gospel truth because it happened a lot <laughs> um the map flow on certain level on certain maps could also use a bit of tinkering as well as um the the hud isn't wholly intuitive it's got a mini map unlike space marine because the maps are bigger it's not a very helpful mini map and you know nathan where would you say that mini maps usually are bottom left bottom right right uh, actually, usually top left. Really? Because all the games I play are either bottom left, bottom right. Uh, usually, because, like, well, here's like, mostly, recently, like, cool, Borderlands had in the top corner. Mm. Destiny 2 has it in the top corner. Okay, fair enough. I don't remember any of the other ones. Yeah. Because otherwise I've been playing Battlefield 1 and Vermintide, and those don't have mini-maps. Right. Fair. Yeah, or Diablo 2 or 3, which in which case it just overlays over the screen. Yeah. But those mini-maps usually tell you something, right? Yeah. This is classified as mini-map, but it's really more of a proximity radar. It doesn't tell you elevation, nothing. just tells you if there's someone in the general ping vicinity of you. Which, I guess, sure, that's helpful if you're sneaking around behind enemy lines sort of things. Like, cool, no one's seen me. 
but there's people nearby, so I need to be careful. But since, you know, there's no topographical data, I'm just like, um, could be more helpful. Yeah, I want to say Destiny 2, it just kind of shows you where enemies are in relation to, in relation to you. Yeah, so like, like that. So think, well, basically like the Bungie slash Halo model, where it's just yeah. kind of like that radar that just yeah. pings a red dot around you. Would be... Well, this actually, it's divided in like quarters. So like if the top quarter is red, mm-hmm. there's enemies in front of you. Yeah. Yeah, this is not that. Yeah. <laughs> and with the, granted, very commendable three-dimensional le- um, patterns of a lot of the levels. Like, there's just a lot of different elevations to be fighting at. Like, very pretty levels to look at. Not all of them are very easy to navigate. And the ones that are clearly designed to be a bit more vehicle-heavy. Um, look both ways before crossing the street, kids. <laughs> because in the grim darkness of the 41st millennium, there is only roadkill. <laughs> I think, in one of my games against the Eldar, about three quarters of my deaths came from getting run the fuck over by Falcons. Nice. Like, I didn't really get shot or cut down all that much. I just kept getting run over. And there's times where, like, I was just straight up, like, look both ways, swivel the camera, like, cool, safe to cross, and then just, like, fucking out of nowhere. <laughs> like. They're waiting for you. Apparently. Apparently. And, like. They were, they must have been, because I, there there's no reason for, there was a couple times where I was like, there's no reason that tank should have been anywhere near there. Those fuckers were following me. <laughs> and I know when it's about to happen, because my frame rate dips, even if I'm not looking at the dumb thing. <laughs> so if suddenly things get a little choppy, it's like, I'm about to get the run, the <laughs> Yep. <laughs> um... But the PvE, there's a PvE aspect where you go kind of through a Space Hulk sort of dealio against Tyranids. Ain't bad. I like it more than Exterminatus. It feels a lot less grindy, and it's a bit more fluid and free-flowing than Exterminatus was, where it's just like, you will play in this sandbox for a mandatory fun of five waves, then move on to another sandbox and do the same thing four times in a row. Yeah. With a bonus wave. I didn't. I don't know how far I made it in the PvE mode, because not a lot of people play it, and I only was able to get into one group that wasn't even full. Five-man group instead of four, so it's a full five-man combat squad. Fun. And all the classes have different abilities, and you can drop different consumables. Like, you can drop ammo and health for your squad mates, or if you're an apothecary, you just run around healing people like you should. Um, yes. That is your job. Yes, and... If you get to use your bolts for once in a while, cool. Yes. Space Wolves replace the apothecary with a wolf priest. So instead of the Northeasium, whatever, I get a fucking Crozius in either a bolt pistol. In a Crozius in a bolt pistol or a bolter. Gonna go with the Crozius, honestly. Oh, yeah. Because um, that's another thing where, like, there's so much potential in the melee. But... And that's... That was just such a running theme in my thoughts for four hours today. It's just like, wow, this could be really cool. But... A lot of it has to do with the frame rate lag. And I'll, I, I understand that's probably just kind of a thing that's part of the game at this point. It's like... I guess... A feature? It seems so deliberate. It's not a bug, it's a feature! Yeah. The combat has very cool potential. Swords swing faster than axes and maces, I get it. That, And then axes and maces swing faster than power fists and thunder hammers. Awesome. Weapons can clash off each other, both people swing at the same time. Weapons have health. Axes, trumps, axes and maces trump swords. Fists and hammers trump axes. So they'll break those, and then you, there's a cooldown wall regens. 
You can also get Storm Shields as the Ground Assault, which, it, as Space Wolves is, get slumped in with Blood Claws, so Blood Claws get Storm Shields. <laughs> um, and Storm Shields also have health, and they'll eventually shatter, but if used properly, you're damn near unkillable. Um, if you do well with managing damage intake, you can't sprint while you've got the Storm Shield up, but you can move quickly enough just to be a distraction. Like, hey, look at me, look at me, look at me, while the rest of the squad just, like, books it the other way and goes around. Um, I saw some people using the Storm Shield and melee weapon to pretty devastating effect, but I did not see anyone using it with anything but a chainsword. May have been because, you know, a bunch of noobs, whatever. But I bothered to check the scoreboard of someone who was just wrecking faces with shield and sword. Yeah, that dude has been playing since launch. Probably because sword is a good way to speed kill something after they hit your shield. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I get. I get. And appropriately, the axes and or the, the fists and hammers ridiculously slow, but can one-hit even a storm shield person if they're not looking the right way at the <laughs> right time. Which I saw happen, and it was hilarious. Because um, all the factions have an equivalent thereof. Yeah. Um, so a lot of times I saw a fucking striking scorpion just show up and be like, hey, you're dead. Um, Snap by an order. Fish left. Yeah. Um, but like I said, you know, a lot of newbies go to the loyalist side, so PvP is a little lopsided team-wise there. And I understand the reason for that. And I don't. Chaos looks cooler. Well, apparently most people, like, cut their teeth in the loyalists just to get hanged for the mechanics, and they're like, wow, I'm tired of getting fragged by teammates. I'm gonna, now that I know what I'm doing, I'm going to go over to Chaos. Now that you know the error of your ways. Which is weirdly, like, sort of lore accurate. It kind of is. <laughs> um, I'm so sick of getting screwed over by the Imperium. Mm-hmm. And the thing, speaking <laughs> on the note of lore accuracy, is that I will commend the developers for this. They did try to do a pretty good job of keeping things lore accurate as far as the way certain units and weapons like that behave to an extent while also keeping game balance in mind. But... Maybe not. <laughs> because... Their, I, from what I can tell, their idea of their concept of lore accurate came from the the tabletop rule books, because as far as the way Eldar, yes, Eldar are squishy in this, but they're not as squishy as they should be against bolt rounds. Let's be honest here. Um, if you want an idea for how they behave in Eternal Crusade, think last edition Eldar, like before the update to new edition. Think that, not a glass cannon. They're just a fucking cannon, and it sucks. But, like, apparently they're, the, like, mo most underplayed faction. So, like, a lot of times, not many Eldar players to Imperial players. But it doesn't matter, because all the Eldar players super know what they're doing. <laughs> um, orcs. Man, they I fought them. And I'll give the developers this. Fighting orcs feels like fighting orcs should. Like, they hit, like, fucking freight trains... But, and they are tough. As, they're equally as tough as they should be. And suddenly the reason that there's so many Imperial forces still on Armageddon kind of getting shit stomped still, it makes a whole lot of sense now. <laughs> like, I got jumped by a single Orc Slugger boy. And even if it hadn't been for the frame rate drop, he still would have kicked my ass sideways. Because, like, one hit was enough to wolf away most of my, sh of, like, all my shields and, like, a quarter of my health. Because they just hit so damn hard. And the second hit finished you off. Yep. But on the note of lore accuracy and game balance, apparently orc range weapons are inaccurate as fuck. 
Yay! Do a lot of damage per shot, though. Also makes sense. Yeah. But the addition of any sort of, like, aim assist optics, like a scope, whatever, completely negates the recoil. Completely takes away the weapon spread, from what I've heard. So suddenly orc shooting is like, cool, I put a, like, fucking empty toilet rape toilet paper tube on top of my shooter now i'm shooting at the same accuracy as space marines go fuck yourself <laughs> not that i ever really got shot by orc shooters because most of them were just using rockets <laughs> <laughs> with toilet paper tubes on them no because the splash damage was enough <laughs> which is really frustrating because the grenades in this don't really do much than add additional particle effects that fuck my frame rate <laughs> apparently unless you can do the halo thing where you shoot grenades and if you manage to like throw a grenade in your enemy and you're just that much of dead eddy where you can shoot it when it's right next to them you can pretty much one shot anyone sure that's cool but like there's just such a long delay i guess you can hold grenades and like cook them a bit but most times when grenades become appropriate is like oh shit lots of people throw a grenade i don't have time to cook that shit um but like when I was talking to someone who, like, I was kind of giving them a play-by-play, mostly just bitching to them about things that I found wrong with the game while I was taking notes. Like, why do grenades just feel useless? Like, they kind of are, but you can one-shot people with them if you get it close enough. I was like, oh, I bet you can. And then, like, I just kind of, when I went back after shift-tabbing, I accidentally hit my grenade key and threw it, like, right into a doorway, and an orc walked right around and stepped right on it and exploded and killed him outright. I was like, well, shit, you weren't kidding. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of room for improvement in this game. It's got so much potential. But it's not there yet. Yeah. And it never will be. I mean, dev support's still active. It just seems like, you know, cool. The latest patch ups sprint speed. Can we do something about the assy frame rates? Yeah. That's a feature. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there's kind of a rule with Steam where if anything goes from early access, when it's fully paid early access to free to play upon release. Um... Never really a good sign of things to come. Like, don't get your hopes too high. And I've been following this game since it was announced, and I got really excited for it. And then, the, you know, after the after they did, you know, like, hey, buy these founders packages and you get all these, you know, nice little perks, all these nice perks and bonuses when the game comes out. And everyone, like, just threw monies at, monies yep. at these devs. And they're like, so there might be a um, microtransaction component to it. And everyone's like, well, hang on a second there, buddies. There was one guy um, that I used to be in, a, uh, that was part of my old Space Marine clan, who bought the $200 Founders Pack, heard about the potential microtransactions from me, because I told him, I was like, so uh, you, you hear about the microtransactions that might be a thing? He's like, oh, really? I, I didn't pay 200 bucks for to support that sort of thing. I'm going to see about getting my money back as soon as I can. And like as soon as he said that, I like went on the side, like in the epic, he was like, you know, can I get my Founders Money Pack? Uh, money back whatever like at this point no i'm just like <laughs> for anyone else i would feel bad but that guy was a fucking dick <laughs> <laughs> like just such a dick like like ah like nothing redeemable at all and I wouldn't have as much an issue with, like, kind of the lopsidedness of Eternal Crusade if it had an adequate tutorial. But their tutorial is, like, you go to your faction's garrison area, and there's just servo skulls or whatever the other faction equivalent thereof 
scattered everywhere. No labels on any of it. Just like, cool. You, you spawn into your gears here. Start up, pick a servo skull, and just walk, figure out which order you're supposed to be having them taught to you in. Because there's no, like, hey, now go to this station. Now go to this station. Now go to this station. It doesn't walk you through. To the point where, like, I was like, I am really glad I played Space Rain before this. So I just sort of have a basic feel for how this is supposed to work. I'll figure out the details later. And there's a, um, like, like dueling arena in your um, garrison area. So you can get the hang of PvP in a, like, one-on-one -on -one sort of setting with other people in your faction. There was a guy, like, who apparently been playing for a while, who was sitting there, like, giving base, like, over-mic basic training to a group of people in, like, a fucking school circle around him. Well, he stood up on a box <laughs> in the duel arena. That is pretty awesome. Walking them through combat drills just to make sure they understood how shit works. That's actually pretty awesome. It was. But it shouldn't but be necessary. It, exactly. You should have an NPC doing that. Or even just a dialogue blurb saying, hey, if you press these buttons, this thing happens. Yeah. Instead of, you know, that comes up in sequence, teaching you how to play the game in the right order, rather than, here's like 50 servo skulls scattered across a huge fucking fortress area. Figure it out. What did I write down here? It said, uh, oh yeah, glorified afterthought of a tutorial. <laughs> um, and either an oversight or a bug that it wasn't caught because in this unlike space where you can vault on the things you can crouch whatever which is nice yeah but if you're standing on a box your hitbox also extends to the box you're standing on so people can shoot can, at least for melee can run up even if you're above them and they can't reach you they can just smack the box and hit you <laughs> what the shit what the shit is that like, how did that get through early access testing? Through, through the closed alpha, through the open beta, early access, how did that slip through the cracks? Because there's a lot of boxes in that game, Nathan. <laughs> and all of them are hitboxes. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Does it work with shooting? I don't, I don't know, because the guy was... You should definitely test this out. I feel like I should, just for the sake of... Uh... Thronus. Thronus, yeah. Uh, humor. Yeah, and I feel like this should be start, like just start throwing grenades right next to boxes. <laughs> Not bad. It's supposed to be people like are like happy vaulting onto them just to get over more quickly, like you know, come from an unexpected quarter. It's like cool, shoot the box, throw a grenade next to the box. Cool, I just got your whole hitbox when you were you know through like three feet of wall box. <laughs> so much potential, Nathan. It is. It is really frustrating. Oh, I bet. Because I mean, the developers like sort of lied and sort of told the truth we're like yeah the paid money's components is most is purely cosmetic well not really some of the two that i the two paid weapon components that i saw first bolters one was a guildable that upped your damage and reduced your recoil by a little bit and then there's a stern guard bolter both of which look shiny stern guard bolter looked a lot shinier because i had the round open side box magazine up your, same thing as the Gilded Bolter, which the di stat difference wasn't all that much, and apparently the Gilded Bolter you can just make the stats for with up with the attachments for the normal Bolter. Sure, fine, whatever. Grindy, grindy, grind, whatever. But the Stern Guard one just has just quantifiably more ammo. It's got a drum mag. Yeah. So, like... I just... That's 
kind of it's not pay to win but it's pay to be better at least <laughs> pay, to, pay to have it's a paid advantage let's be real here um but they don't force you to pay to shell out the 20 bucks for the free for the paid version all at once you can buy these like imperial crats whatever to get the cosmetic stuff in like just small increments i don't know if you can buy it in the like cool i just want this piece of thing and i can pay for just however much that is or if you have to buy like the lowest possible of the things which is five bucks and ten cents not bad but like also i don't want to give the developers my money yeah like they've they had money hurled at them from the get-go and kind of piddled about doing just like hey here's some like pre-alpha footage showing things that will eventually be in the game for like four months at least and all of the pre-alpha footage like every time they did it like a stream whatever it's like cool it looks exactly the same as last month and the month before that and wow four months and it still looks exactly the same oh but we've got the movement mechanics a bit more of like you know they look a bit smoother yeah but the graphics still look like ass i guess that's pre-alpha but like four months and apparently eldar didn't even like eldar didn't even get into the game until the free until the uh, early access was almost over so cool they didn't get really all that tested nope and for a while, apparently, they had the same run animation and effects as Space Marines. I heard about that one. Hilarious. I wish I could have seen it, honestly. I'm sure there's YouTube footage of it. Um, but all in all, like, the fucking mixed reviews on Steam, the 50% split down the middle. Yeah, after four hours, I can see why. Because, man, it's got so much potential, and I feel like if you can, like it's one of those things where, like, if you're of the mindset where it's like, you can just see the good and everything and enjoy things for what they are. Great, you will probably enjoy this game. But if you if you're like me and kind of expect developers who've had that kind of money thrown at them to do a little better, you might not be so keen. But like, if you it, want the game to actually deliver what it should, yeah, and not be almost there with everything, yeah, and it sounds like a lot of almost there, just like so close, so close. It'd be but, great, but mm, mm. yeah, it's. The, it's the video game equivalent of try again brag. <laughs> Without the second try. Yeah, and I'm not sure after four hours if I want them to try again. Like, I think after like four pages he died. <laughs> that was fucking mean. <laughs> that was low. <laughs> that was fucking low. Let's be but, really but accurate. It was four books. I thought he died in like the second book to be honest. Yeah. Okay. No, that's four books. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. That was a fucking sad point. That was a fucking sad one, too. Like... Dude, there are a lot of sad ones in that series. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of them, but they're just spaced out, and they happen at just the right moments, and in just the right ways, where it's like, wait, wait, what? I, I, there's I, no build-up to it. There's not, you know, that, like, no, there's not dramatic. Dead. It's just like, dead. And then he was dead. Wait, what? But I like that guy. Because I don't understand. That's how it fucking happens. Yeah. And that's just like, ah, too real. <laughs> also, I liked him. How dare you? And that, and the, the fucking dickhead character is still alive? Yeah. Why? <laughs> all in all, I mean, it's free. Try it. I, or don't. Or don't. Either way, it's a 5.4 gigabyte install that took me 30 minutes to install. Twice. Because after 41 minutes, it's like, I never want to touch this piece of shit again. I was like, that is also 41 minutes of my life I will never get back. I feel like I need to be able to justify spending that amount of time by 
putting it to something more productive and useful. Like taking off more shrink wrap? No. More like, I need to be able to take that 41 minutes and do something with it. So I'm going to spend another almost three hours and then yell at Nathan about it for a few, for a while. <laughs> for about, yeah, about 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, but that's my initial thoughts on it. When we can revisit occasionally when I just like, all right, I'm ready for the next faction. Let's try it. Uh... Watch you like chaos. I mean, they got chain axes. Um, the marker four gives you life steal on melee hits. Marker Nurgle ups your toughness, your health, but dumb down your shield. Marker Zinch ups your shield, but dumb down your health. Can't remember what Slash does. Speed. Probably. All of the speed. Probably. And not just moving faster. <laughs> uh, yeah. So now that you've ranted on about Eternal Crusade, how do we go to a game that's actually fun? Like the game it's based on? Actually, I was going to go with Destiny 2, because that's what I've been playing this weekend. Yeah, let's fucking do it. So, people will like hearing about that more than like hearing about me rant about the four hours I played. Now, Grant, I've game. played about four hours of Destiny 2 so far. Okay, but Destiny 2 is a good game. <laughs> <laughs> and I really like Destiny 1, even though I didn't get into it until like almost the last DLC. Okay. But it was a lot of fun. And mm -hmm. one of my favorite things was you could just go on patrol. Right. Well, Destiny 2, you always just go on patrol, just instead of having to go back to your ship and pick a mission... You activate a mission from your map and walk over to that area. Nice. I like this. And when you're on patrol, you're just, cool. Enemies are coming down over there. Mm -hmm. Go fight them. Get random loot drops. Mm -hmm. Keep going. There's um, public events. Like, hey, I, I walked into one. And it'll announce them a few minutes beforehand. Uh -huh. So you know, hey, get to this area because there's going to be an event. Yeah. Like this giant armored walker, walker vehicle comes down and you have to kill it. With whoever happens to be there at the time. <laughs> so, these events may or may not always succeed. Exactly. Um, I like this. With the first Destiny 1, with Destiny 1, I was in one of those events, and no one else was. <laughs> I ran out of ammo, <laughs> and then ran out of time and failed. Because <laughs> it gives you a time limit. Uh-huh. Well, uh, last night, I was I was actually on with Sawyer. Mm-hmm. He, we weren't playing together. We were on the mic. We were mic'd. He was in his own little world, because mm -hmm. he's... Max level and everything, and uh, I've just started. Right. We're not ready to join the Thunderdome just yet. And, like, I, look at this walker almost dead. They drop a second one. I'm like, wait, there's another one? Oh, you're on with the heroic ones. Oh, great. Awesome. My, le my level eight ass is killing against uh -huh. the heroic. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know what that reminds me of? Just bring it just a quick divergent. Yeah. Um, as far as, like, your level eight ass, like, in the Thunderdome level of difficulty. Me and my old space marine clanmates walked someone through the uh, Chaos Exterminatus arenas all the way to the bonus round. And this game's been out forever, so I'm, like, kind of only giving a spoiler warning out of courtesy. Killer cans show up. And we had this guy who was, like, level 20, 21. Yeah. I'm like, cool, stand right there where you're standing while the other three of us run and hide behind the pipes. And a kill can spawns right on top of him. He's like, and we hear him over like, well, what the, what the, what the, what the thing hits him with his, with his buzzsaw. And we were just laughing so hard that when the other were started to spawn, we just couldn't fight because we were laughing too hard. <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. Just like, out in the middle of nowhere, and then just like, second, boom. 
one of the uh, one of the enemy races mm-hmm. they deploy with like it looks like an asteroid comes down, disintegrates, and they get out. Nice. It'll land on you and kill your ass, Sweet. regardless of how much health and shield you have. That's awesome. It just boom, you're dead. There's enough out of you. And we kind of just me and Sawyer were like, yeah, it's kind of like a rite of passage. Have you been killed by a drop pod yet? Because <laughs> it's going to happen. Uh huh. Nathan, can Bungie get the next 40k game license? I really hope they do, because it would be amazing. Especially if they did Destiny style. Yeah. Because, oh man, like... And then, you you get to have three weapon types. Uh-huh. Uh, kinetic, which is your basic, then elemental, you know, elemental weapon, and then mm-hmm. power weapons, which are usually your heavy weapons. Yeah. There's scout rifle, single shot, self-loading rifle, auto rifle, your assault rifle, pulse rifle, which is burst... Okay. Which, oddly enough, I like more than most burst weapons. Yeah. Hand cannons, your revolvers. Yes. Submachine guns. Mm-hmm. Pistol sidearms, which are either single shot or burst or full auto. <laughs> uh, there's probably more that I For miss. For when you're panicking. Yeah. <laughs> and those could either be elemental or kinetic. Uh-huh. All the sidearms I've seen have been elemental, except for the f- first one they give you, because like, it's, hey, here's your gun. Go have fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> Try not to die too much. Point this end that way. Have fun. Yeah. Try not to die, because mm-hmm. yeah, at that point you can't die. Mm-hmm. And um, then your power weapons. Sniper rifles, which I never touch. Well, it's not your style. No. I'm sure they're great. Yeah. Shotguns, more my style. Yes. Grenade launchers. Also your style. Rocket launchers. Also your style. My favorite, swords. Well, yeah. The power sword. Isn't... I almost just spilled your gamer tag over all the podcast. And, just... <laughs> <laughs> and I would have felt real bad about that, because I don't know how to bleep stuff yet. <laughs> That's okay. I, I, I suddenly have more than, like, five friends. Yeah. <laughs> isn't I it, have six. Yeah. <laughs> isn't your game attack the blade? Yeah. <laughs> well, yes, it is. So, so, color me surprised that you like swords in video games. Well, I forgot I'd equipped the sword because I just picked it up, so I went to switch to my grenade launcher. And suddenly there was a sword in your and hand. And it's like, well, a sword. Oh, this is great. It's <laughs> through everything. And like, the sword hits hard. Yes. And I played the class called a warlock, which is, you know, a space wizard. Uh-huh. Your, your starting class for that, your ultimate ability, your super ability, mm-hmm. you summon this giant flaming sword and start hurling, like, fire at people. Sweet. And, now I'm, and I'm a void walker, which is fun. Mm-hmm. You just, like, throw energy at people. Uh-huh. Eventually, I'll, I'm hoping to unlock soon the, the Stormcaller. Uh-huh. Which is your super is you get become ultra, ultra you get to become Emperor Palpatine. You start levitating, shoot lightning on your fingertips. I am the Senate, unlimited power. <laughs> that was that was my favorite class in the first Destiny, and it's mm-hmm. like, well, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be the same way this time. And then whenever you get killed, someone can chime in over Mike. Funny, he could save everyone from death except from, for himself. <laughs> Because fucking prequel memes will never get old, Nathan. No. no. <laughs> it's the one good thing we got out of those movies. <laughs> and it took us ten, 20 years to real to, uh, to get there, yeah. Because <laughs> the internet had to catch up. <laughs> Slash the people who those movies initially catered to. They had to also catch up and be like, wait a second. These movies are terrible. Yeah, people like me to grow up and realize how shitty they were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, there's also two other classes that, you know, I, I touched one of them in Destiny 1. Let me guess, it's a long-range class? There is one called the range, called the Hunter, who's... Uh-huh. I mean, 
me. One of the class specials, you get this giant golden revolver and it like, kills things. Sweet. I don't really know much more about the hunter than that because I uh-huh. just didn't care. Uh-huh. I mean, and then there's a titan. You are the knight in shining armor. Awesome. One of the classes, you're basically uh, Captain America. You nice. get a shield you can throw. Uh-huh. Another one, you get this giant hammer to hit things with. <laughs> Another one drops like this dome shield to protect everyone. Okay. So it's like, cool, there's the three subclasses. Mm-hmm. Offense, offense, defense. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So tides are fun. So and like, um, shield that you can just, like, big You can shield and then throw it at people. Okay. Punch things too, Yeah, you can Captain America. Nice. Or you can just bring out this giant hammer and hit things really hard. Uh-huh. Or you can, like, deploy a bubble shield and then protect everyone around you. So you're either Cap, Thor, or Scarlet Witch? Yeah. Nice. Well, anyway, I knew comic stuff, Nathan, and, and we didn't even need Brad or Sawyer to remind me of names. <laughs> That's the amazing part. Yeah. He's learning. Oh, God, he's learning! Now, as far as, like, party dynamics go, uh-huh. the Warlocks can either heal people or boost their damage. Okay. Everyone around them. Okay. Titans can protect people. Mm-hmm. The hunters boost themselves because they're self they're selfish little pricks. <laughs> nice. And half people play hunters. Well yeah. Yeah. Well I can I can understand that both from the uh per, from the light of people are giant buffets of dicks and also and that's why they're doing it, and also because people are giant buffets of dicks and can't be relied upon, people just want only yeah. have to rely on themselves. I get it, Nathan. I do. But, like, when you, uh, um, you join groups called clans, mm-hmm. and it's like, cool, if everyone in the clan's a hunter, you're not helping each other at all. It is literally every man for himself. You're all working towards the same goal, but you're not able to help each other. Whereas you get a couple times, a couple warlocks in there, especially you have two warlocks, one gearing towards health, one's gearing towards damage boosts. Uh-huh. Activate your abilities. Yes. Kill everything. <laughs> yeah. Go from nice, synergetic... Space Marine Astart- slash Astartes fighting unit of, you know, that nice balance with Warlock, stuff like that, to where for their all hunters, it's a un- it's a party of custodies. Yeah. They're all technically there together. Technically. But, like, every man for himself, right? Yeah. Like, uh, at the end of the game, if you did the pre-order thing, you get a fancy sword, mm-hmm. the which is dependent on your class. Okay. So Titan gets this giant great sword that he one hands. Like, great sword or claymore? Like, claymore. Uh, the Warlock gets an energy sword. Is this coming to PC? It's on PC. It's already on PC? It's on PC, PS4, Xbox One. Huh, I thought the PC release was a little delayed. Eh. Yeah. Like it was like staggered behind. I don't behind. play PC. For, I have a laptop that plays Diablo 2. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's my PC gaming uh-huh. right now. Uh-huh. So um, that's really about it. Mm-hmm. If anything, I figured they would have delayed Xbox, because Bungie and Xbox don't like each other. Which is weird. It, it is, but when you look at why, it makes sense. Yeah, that's true. Because Bungie stopped making Xboxes bread and butter. No, because Bungie's got... Well, Xbox kind of took away... Took Halo to itself. Mm. That's a good point. Microsoft kind of acquired Halo and ruined it. Ours now. And ruined it. Yeah. According to a lot of the fanatics. Yeah. Last one I played was Halo Reach. Four. Oh, four, I which I liked. Is it Reach was the last one by Bungie? I want to say. Yeah. And then four, I played the story once. Mm. 
That's really about it. Yeah. Like, it's one of those where I played through the story, and it's like, I mean, it was fun and all, but I could have gotten the same experience in a much shorter time if I just watched all the cutscenes spliced together on YouTube. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Story's kind of heart-wrenching. Oh, it is. But, like, man, a lot of that, the missions just felt like filler. Honestly, the, uh, was it the operations after the main plot? Yeah, like the multiplayer co-op, whatever. Yeah, the co-op, well, this, the operations you could do as yeah, the, uh, the Spartan Force. Yeah, the Spartan Ops, yeah. Yeah, those are better than the actual campaign was. Yes. I enjoyed those. I didn't get teamed up with people very often. I had a roommate who was obsessed with Halo. You're lucky. Asterisk. Yeah, let's go with Asterisk. Well, because you, you would have someone that you could play those Spartan Ops with. Yes. I also had to deal with him going an hour and a half rant of explaining the entire Halo plotline. Less lucky. The second time I cut him off 20 minutes into it. I'm surprised you haven't done that to me with my wolf and rants yet. You don't go for an hour and a half. Don't you challenge me. I'll cut you off in 10 minutes. You, yeah. <laughs> well, you try, but then I just turn your mic off. I'll walk away. <laughs> I'll keep going. That's nice. Come back an hour later. Wow, I'm still going. <sighs> What else is wrong with those wolfen? I don't think I could actually go for an hour talking angry about wolfen. I think I'm pretty much capped at 20-30 minutes. Yeah. But if we put enough caffeine in me... No, let's not find out. Uh, it's, it's, it's possible, Asterix. Just um, leave it at that. Ill-advised. Yeah. Theoretically possible. Yes, let's leave it at that. Yes. But anyways, does he, uh, the hunter gets a katana sword. Nice. Probably a bit uh, super flashy. Probably. Nice. But I get energy sword. Yeah. yeah. And for now, like, I like swords, obviously, and they cut through things really nicely. As they should. And I mean, it's, it's nice when they're like, cool, uh, if weapon drops, like, cool, I got a long-range weapon, I got a short-range weapon, and I got my power weapon. This is nice, but it's like, cool, I have, like, four hand cannons. <laughs> and because you have your level and then your light level, which is your power level. Uh-huh. And that's based off your gear. Right. So, like, cool. The only, for a while, it was like, cool, the only, up, the only weapons I have that actually boost my gear level are all hand cannons. <laughs> I don't mind the hand cannon. It's nice. But it's not good at short range. Yes. Wait, What? Revolver is good at long range. Uh, yeah, yeah. Lower to fire, high high uh, damage. Right. But not great up close. That's where the SMGs are good. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. For some reason, my mind, whenever I hear hand cannon, I just think sawed-off shotgun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's that too. Yeah. Uh, I think... So I guess that's more colloquially known as a boomstick. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather... Uh, I think hand cannon, I think more 50 cal BMG right pistol. I saw that picture. Is that a real thing? The revolver, No. There is actually a 50, a 50 cal BMG pistol. It has one shot at a time. Yes. It's not a revolver. Shouldn't be. Because that would break your wrist. Yes. And probably your forearm and your nose. Yes. <laughs> and now the pistol, it looks really funny. Right. Because there's this big cylindrical compensator on the back of it to absorb recoil. Uh-huh. But it hits hard because it's a 50 BMG. Well, yeah. So when you need to shoot something from your, in the front yard, from your backyard, through your house. Yes. Or if you're face-to-face with a T-Rex. Yes. Th- those are the appropriate uses for it. Now, that does not mean I'm not saying they're fun. 
It looks right. like a lot of fun. Right. At like a dollar fifty per round, it better be fun. <laughs> yeah. But at least it's not a revolver, so you can't accidentally spend more than you want to. I mean, the revolver and the memes hold three shots. So four fifty spent. If you could pull off more than two rounds before <laughs> before a hospital visit is required, yeah. That's kind of what I mean, Nathan. Before you spend more than you mean to on hospital bills. Yeah. Because I feel like if you did do that, like you just powered through the pain, I then went to the hospital, you wouldn't get a whole lot of sympathy from any of the medical professionals. I got another arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was three shots for the... Yep. I got another arm and I've still got three more shots. Two more shots. You'd fire one, mm-hmm. you have two more. Right. Fire another one. Well, no, because you have the one arm and you just power through the pain. Oh, okay. It's like, cool, that arm's a fucking noodle, but I've got another one! I'm pretty sure the first shot will make your arm a noodle. Yeah. True. And your face. Yeah. Yeah. But that's said. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a funny meme. You know what it is, Nathan? It's a real-life bolt pistol. Because according to the Legion books, bolt pistols are 50, or 50 cal. I know. But, you know, it's not mass reactive. Well, there's also, there's a there's 50 cal pistols. Yes. Oh, Desert Eagle and Smith West 500. They fire AMGs. 50 caliber AEs. Yes. African Express, basically a Magnum. Yeah. But by a different company. Right. Right. Those exist already. Yes. And they still have a lot of power to them. Yes. Yeah. I'm not going to get one. Uh-huh. Anytime soon, because mm-hmm. I cannot afford to go out of shooting. I cannot afford to go to the rage with that. Uh huh. Yeah. I'd rather stick to a nine mil, or even a twenty-two, because twenty-two is actually kind of fun. Right, and the ammo is cheaper. Cheap. Yeah, and it's just smaller caliber, more fun to fire over a prolonged period of time. I'll say the nine mils are more fun than twenty-two. Well, I'm just saying, like compared to yeah. fucking fifty, Nathan. Oh, well, it's more of like, hey, I gotta buy a box of ammo and not take out a loan. <laughs> Yes. Yes. And I'll skip more than like twenty shots. Mm-hmm. Before you, before you either run out of ammo or your hand is fucking numb. Because um, the first time I ever heard of the Smith and Wesson five hundred was on um, Arlie Army's show Loadout, where he's going through the different histories of different firearms, and he went through the history of the handgun, where, you know where it started, where you know the flintlocks, whatever, yeah. to the what he considered the culmination genesis of the Smith and Wesson five hundred, and he demonstrates like. You know, this is typically used for when you go as a sidearm, like, fallback holdout when you're in bear country. And it needs to be a real emergency if you re- if you feel like you need to, to use this. Because it kicks a lot. Yes, it does. And he shot it once, and, like, he was, like, apparently the first time he ever shot it, because his reaction is like, whoa! And, like, he's like, I do not want to shoot that again! <laughs> and, like, they show this slow motion recall, and he's uh, replaying, and he's talking, he's like, you know, even though I had a nice firm grip on it, you could still see the shockwave going up, up through my elbow. Yep. It's like, yeah. Then that... the Desert Eagle, it takes a lot to hold them. Although the Desert Eagle, you can't force it because it requires some rotation. Mm-hmm. Because it's off kilter. Yeah. Because so, it assumes you're going to let it fly back a bit. Uh-huh. Probably rightfully so. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of recoil... Going, bringing it back to video games, the theme of this podcast. Yeah. Um, there was a like some teaser images for Rainbow Six Siege, of an upcoming patch for different recoil patterns. 
that just m didn't make a goddamn lick of sense whatsoever. There was one where the recoil curved up to the right, and then the last second, hard, um, I guess, what would be a straight left? Yeah. Im like, curved, like, gentle, and then hard left for the rest of the magazine. <laughs> like, not even gentle, like, curved down, just straight static line left. And then there was another one where it was like, an, like they fired, they just mag dumped into the wall. Perfect 45 degree angle zigzag up the wall. <laughs> and just other fucking, like, dumbass Mickey Mouse bullshit like that with the note attached from uh, Ubisoft on it may or may not actually reflect final patch results. I feel like they were just kind of fucking with people at this point. Which I'm a little upset about, Nathan. Because <laughs> I still haven't fucking forgiven them for For Honor, which is my current digital equivalent of a unhappy heroin addiction. Yeah. I'm not going to stop without outside help, but I'm starting to wean myself off. I'm not going to say it's gotten better. It really hasn't. It's just, this is still kind of shit, but I'm, I guess I'm used to it. No, no, fuck that. No, no. It really is just like, I just... I wanted I've the game to be everything. so good. I wanted the game to be so good. I've just, and I've played everything. I'm just tired. I don't want to play anything else in my library. I've played everything else. Death. I, so my other options currently, as far as what I feel like I can stomach, because I have conquered all of ancient classical age Europe a couple of times now. I'm not playing Rome 2 anymore, or Attila Total War. Maybe Total Warhammer, but I didn't really like the mechanics of it. So my options are either Brawner, Grand Theft Auto Online, uh, Euro Truck Simulator 2, the second one, sequel, <laughs> or the Impossible Game. What I'm saying is I don't have a lot of options here, Nathan. I mean, I would I would actually like to do uh, Warhammer Total War 2. Yeah, that looks awesome. Um, apparently, a truck carrying a bunch of... Um, premium codes whatever for it like premium like pre-order codes whatever um got robbed out of the back of prior to launch i don't know if it launched yet or not because we do research here exactly yeah uh destiny 2 by the way is already on pc awesome i guess 60 bucks i don't have yeah awesome i'll find to a way to start with <laughs> just start with well because you can get the uh pre-order package oh uh, yeah yeah you can get the season passes right Right. And if you get, like everything at once, it's like a hundred bucks. Yeah. If I'm gonna shell out that kind of cash, I'm also gonna shell out another three hundred to get an Xbox One so I can play with the rest of the Shield brothers. <laughs> Cause I'm tired of having that dividing wall between our video games. Sorry, how's the view from your mountain? Not great. <laughs> you <laughs> know why? You can see all of us having fun. Depending on the game. <laughs> yeah, the Ferrata was still a thing. Um, I mean, depending on the game, because you've been playing a lot of Vermintide lately. I have. And it's not so much you, but all the people you've encountered in the random matchups, where it's just like, from my view on high from Mount Olympus, from what you've told me is they're doing it wrong, damn it! Usually the case. That bothers some me. Are, some of them are good. And then there's the other 90%. Yes. Yes, and this bothers me, Nathan. Because I like Vermintide a lot. And so do you. I like it too. And you finally I, got the glaive. I finally got the fucking glaive. Like a year after, almost a year after it came out at this point, yeah. I think. Oh, it's been almost a year. October will be a year. Yeah. So in the 12th month, yes. I got the fucking glaive. Yes. And then in a day and a half, I got out to orange from green. Which, by the way, 
doing that, because that same thing happened to me. I had to get it from green to orange. Yeah. That took me the better part of, like, two weeks. Because I'll give you this, Nathan. You're probably better at Vermintide than I am <laughs> as far as farming and grinding and things out go. Because... Well, here's the thing. I do, I do heroic level last stand. Yes. That gives me 30... I do I die at wave 13. Yes. That gives me 36 blue, char, blue shards. That'd be champion. Veteran, Sorry, champion, champion yeah, champion. I, I, I was going to say, if you're, going, if you're soloing heroic, you're way better at Vermintide than me. I haven't even gone heroic yet. Uh, yet. I mean, there's nothing new about it. It's you, just orange it, shards. Orange shards for doing what you did on veteran for green shards, but playing on like just a, like a small step below cataclysm, or yeah, cataclysm level. Yeah, I haven't even played cataclysm. Yeah, it's a thing. I sure it is. I play Nightmare. I've done pretty good at that. Nightmare's fun. Yeah. That's what I like about Vermintide is that the difficulty scales, the difficulty levels are f- are fun in their own right at different levels. Like it, it prolongs the life of the game because the challenge isn't as steep of a curve as yep. some God. challenge increases are. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I don't like Cataclysm because I don't have the fucking patience. It is very much a slow game. Like, when a horde comes, you corner up real hard no matter where you are. Yeah. Because you know how a nightmare of a horde comes? If you got caught out in the open, you can usually fight your way through. Yeah, Yeah, no. If you're caught out in the open on your own in Cataclysm, your teammates will pick you up at the next spawn point. Yeah. Because you're down like that. Uh, On Nightmare, I actually had to use blocking. Yes. Because that's really not my style. No, it's not. Usually, because your style is to not need to have to block because everything's already killed more deader. Yes. Well, usually it's like, okay, I got my wood elf with daggers. Yes. So, as a horse going after someone, I'm kind of just skirting around and hitting stragglers. Yes. Just attacking them from the side and not staying still. You're playing a wood elf as a wood elf. Yeah. But now you've got the glaive. Dude, I love the glaive. I don't. You don't need to block anymore, Nathan. No. <laughs> Which cool, is I good just... because it doesn't have a whole lot of blocking power. It doesn't. But it kills three at a time. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And keep in mind, Nathan, that's been nerfed since launch. I know. Twice. And it's got bloodlust on it. Yeah, it's been nerfed twice since launch. I don't remember what the other two perks are because it didn't matter to me. <laughs> and I ran out of orange shards, so I couldn't shoot me roll anymore. <laughs> the other one, let's see, bloodlust is health, right? Yeah, on killing. Yeah, you want something, what is it, berserking? That's faster movement? That's on? right, it's got, um, it, I don't remember, the second one was um, berserking. Not sorry, oh, rapid strike, so it's not yeah, on, on hit, killing, it's on, it's on, on hitting. hitting. That's hilarious. So every every time I hit someone, there's a like 5% chance I'll go 30% faster. Yes, and I don't know if you know this, Nathan, but hitting also includes something that you kill. Yeah. So, kills three, right? Yeah. That's three different chances for the uh-huh. hit to proc. Yeah, the it's thing, nice when it goes off. Yeah, it is. I think the only other thing you want on that, that you should have on that... Scavenger. Yes. Yes. Because I don't care what people say, the Wood Elf needs Scavenger. Uh, it does, but I, with the glaive, I don't use my bow as much. It's not so much that you don't need to use the bow as much as you don't really want to, because that glaive is just, it's cathartic. Well, for the most part, I play a lot of last stand. This is true. So the ammo you need to conserve. And it's like, cool, but the, the bow is there for storm vermin mm-hmm. and specials. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's what it should be on last stand if you're using, what's the true flight? I got the true flight. Yeah. So, cool. Rattling gun, dead, dead, dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, Storm Vermin are dead. Mm-hmm. At least now, 
with the wood, because before with the wood elf with the dagger, I was like, cool, I have to run away from the storm. <laughs> but now you run at them. No, I just stay still. Because yeah. usually it's town center and I stand on that one platform. Mm-hmm. They have to come up to me. Yes. So you soften up by the time, and by the time they get there, it's like, cool. Well, as they're coming up, I hit them twice. Yes. Before they stand. Yep. And they're dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, correct me if I'm wrong, the charge attack on the glaive, kind of wonky, right? It is. I barely use it. Because you don't really need to. No. Or at least it doesn't feel like it. But if you get... But the second strike on it... You don't need to hit with the first one. Yeah. Because that second one is straight down on the head, and because it's more damage, you're one shot in Storm Vermin. Yeah. That wind-up's a little rough, though. Wind-up's a bit rough. And it's fast to just hit him twice. Yeah. Before I could uh, re-roll traits, uh, before they put that in, after I got my first glaive up to orange, I was like, cool. Well, these traits are okay, I guess. Um, I then got two more. Orange right off the bat. And I was like, god damn it. <laughs> but one of them had killing blows. I was like, this seems redundant. But I was like, but then I tried it. I was like, wait, well... Hang on a second. It's sort of is, but it also isn't. Because it means now that I might not have to hit the Storm Vermin a second time. <laughs> I don't need my charge attack anymore. I see. My bow has regrowth and scavenger. Yeah. So there's a chance when I shoot something, I don't use an arrow. Yes. I very much think you should at least try to get a Hagbane on orange level. That's kind of the next chat step. Because Orange Hagbane, especially last stand, eats hordes. Yeah. Especially, and with Scavenger. But cool. since I'm playing by myself, I need something that can pick off specials. It can also do that. It's just a little bit of a delayed kill. Yeah. That I can't afford. Yeah. That's why I want you to hit Xbox. Yes! I understand this, Nathan, but I also can't play Wood Elf at the same time. Well, no, no. Like, if you're playing Wood Elf, I'll play my Witch Hunter. You'll still end up playing one of the two while I'm getting good gear. Yeah. But because I know what I'm doing, won't take won't take us very exactly. long. Exactly. We'll just go grind everything on hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I can show you where all the Grimson Tomes are on all the other levels that you haven't found them on yet. Yeah, I've got a... F- I know where maybe like four or five Grims are. Mm. On three maps. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I blue and orange gear is nice, but as long as I've got a weapon and shield, cool, let's play Nightmare. Yeah. I can keep myself alive. Me being low level doesn't mean I have less health. I still actually have to do the white rat on hard. Hey, boy. It's not great. You can't do it on by yourself. I mean, I can. I've put over 700 hours into the game, Nathan. The stupid barrel section. Yes. That's the part I always drop the ball at. Speed potions. I don't have that many. Barrel juggling. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Because you just run the barrel, and when it gets close, you just jump and toss. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like, yeah, that, that, no. Yeah. Screw that noise. You know what I sometimes like to really and like Usually to by that point, like, the rest of the party's on, like, bleed-out part. Yeah. Yeah. So. And the AI don't grab bombs. Yeah. I'd love for someone else to have grenades. Yes. Um, so, you know how a right, white rat's just assy on hard? Yeah. Imagine it on Cataclysm. I'd rather not. Imagine, well, just imagine a nightmare and then imagine on Cataclysm. Part of standard protocol on Cataclysm, every time I've gone, been with a group that's tried it on Cataclysm, um, is, you know, at the beginning, there's, you know, here's a health kit and here's a bomb. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, sure, everyone picks up the health kit and bomb, but one person is elected to be the fucking Urukai to just run to cut the gate open and die in the process, while the rest of the party hangs back from where you first encounter the white rat to kill hordes that are climbing up because it's safer that way. And then once the gate's open and they can advance, they then slowly fight their way through and revive your ass on the, on the way through. Or pick you up in the next revive session. Whichever. Yeah. But, like, part of just getting past the initial encounter is for someone to die on purpose. Yeah. Well, I encountered a group on uh, Last Stand. Mm-hmm. They, they, had the, they had the Pyromancer on the ground right at the first drop-off point, like where, where you've dropped out. By the weapon grade, yeah. Everyone else was still up there. By the weapon grade, because... Uh-huh, because they just switch out like, raised weapons and you have new ammo. Yeah, so they just didn't really have to worry about stuff in melee, huh? Occasionally rats get up, rats can spawn behind you. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, but that was really it. You know what would be a, actually even... And then the, the it's on the Pyromancer who can't run out of ammo. Right. Also works with the dwarf. I think. We're I was actually just going to say, a smarter way to do it would be have the dwarf down there. Yes, but runs and grabs the tokens. Yep, because the dwarf's a bit more tanky. Even though everyone's got the same health. Shield. Shield. And better melee weapons. Better melee weapons. If you don't have the shield, hammer. Two-handed hammer. But to be honest... Because crowd control. Um, my dwarf right now has a single hand axe with bloodlust. It's fun, isn't it? With the Drake pistols with bloodlust. It's real fun, isn't it? <laughs> it's like, yes, I can capsize for how much health I'm doing to myself. Yeah. <laughs> Heat management, Nathan. There's a meter on the screen. Those two little white ticks, don't go past those and then vent. Or don't vent when you're past those two little white ticks on the meter. It's venting when you take the damage? Yeah. Okay. I think you vented to protect for that damage. Before, those, before you get that meter past those two little white uh-huh. bars, it's safe to vent without taking damage. Got it. Yeah, in your defense, they didn't really clarify that at any point. No, <laughs> no, they didn't. <laughs> yeah. I thought you just took health when you hit that point. I mean, you do, you can, you shouldn't. Because I usually just uh, I do a couple of shots here and there, long range, but mm-hmm. usually the Drake Storm pistol are like, cool, here's a swarm, I'm going to double blast it. Yep. Maybe twice. Mm-hmm. At that point, I'm taking damage. Yes. And then switching to an axe. Yes. But it clears out everything. Mm-hmm. It really does. Really does. That's what I, I wish I could play as this, but there's no one to take out the specials. Yes. That is one thing those Drake Fires really struggle with. Yeah. Uh, my inqu- my uh, Witch Hunter loved the dual pistols on orange. Because they are super accurate. Especially when you have 73 of them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Way to fire is an accuracy all its own, Nathan. It is. If I could get some scavenger on it, it would be great. <laughs> scavenger and rupture. Oh, yeah. Well, however, that said, he's got bloodlust on both weapons. Uh-huh. So like he doesn't really need he doesn't health die because he doesn't need health kits. No, he isn't. He has two health kit options. Technically, actually three technically. Yeah, one of which is for extreme emergencies. Pretty much, grab the health and just hold on till you're like red or bleeding out. Mm-hmm. You try bleeding out. Yeah, and just cool. Uh, oh, there's a there's a swarm. Stand still and just clear it out. Mm-hmm. Special four shots. Four shots. I wish crossbows were better than that game. I wish crossbows were useful in that game. Well, that's what I mean. Because <laughs> <laughs> the characters can get them, don't fucking need them. No. Now that said, the Witch Hunter's repeater crossbow, oh my god. It took me for fucking ever to get that damn thing. So worth it. I still haven't gotten that thing. Dragon Bells, isn't it? Yeah. You have fun. Because as long as it took me to get that glaive, it 
I don't think I actually got the repeater crossbow until two months after I got my glaive. Yeah. Super worth it. Wait, is it to get the glaive? I I actually didn't do the Drakenfell's Castle. Um, I did the uh, the third one. Yeah. On easy, over and over, because it's actually a faster mission. Yes. Because Drakenfell's is fun, but it's a long mission. Yes. And if I'm grinding for gear, I'm just going to do the same thing over and over again until I get it. Right, and the third one, uh, was it? Um, Summoner's Summer Peak. Yeah. It's just a glorified, go to this thing, push the lever, <laughs> kill things until time until the thing Repeat goes boom. Repeat until the third time. Yes. And kill, like, what, like three bad ogres in the process. On easy, there's one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which, I had forgotten that on easy, you start with a health pack and a, and a strength potion. Yeah! It's like, oh, Yeah! Actually, that's one of my favorite things to do is, like, occasionally if I'm just, like, tired of, like, the nightmare grind, I'll just descend from those ranks down to, like, I'll go and find just a random lobby that's on easy with one person in it, someone who's literally just gotten the game, and then just, like, you know, so-and-so, you know, so-and-so is joining, and then I join, level fucking 390-something is joining the game, just like, I'm here to save you! <laughs> I might do that at some point with a wood elf. Yeah, me and one of my other... Uh, people who play from Titan PC with did that once, and we both brought our po- potion and health shares. Um, both of which stack. Yeah. Um, we learned that strength potions don't stack, but speed potions totally do. Um, which makes this next part a lot funnier because we both, because it was on Horn of Magnus, Radogar comes. He's playing the soldier. I'm playing the dwarf. We have handguns. We chug the strength potion at the same time. Prepare to fire, and two shots. It's dead. <laughs> I'm not even... I I don't think the second shot even had a chance to hit. Because Strength Potion plus Orange Handgun, enough to kill Radogar dead as shit on easy. <laughs> it's just nice to go down to like where you started and just be like, <laughs> I'm a god here! I'm a god amongst mortals. Yeah, that same guy actually wouldn't... And we were just like, how fast can we solo speedrun Horn of Magnus? Um, and we raced through it. Not only did the fucker beat me, he actually didn't take a single point of damage the entire time. Alright. Really frustrating, Nathan. I know, I could do, uh, if I'm playing my Witch Hunter, I could do Man of the Ramparts in 10 minutes on hard. Yeah. Man of the Ramparts is fun. So here's It is. That's why I usually grind. So, you know the escape house is just like that spiral run down? Um, try this next time you- Just jump down. You need to be almost dead. Jump down with a health potion- not a health pack, a health pot. Yeah. Jump down and start drinking it right after you get past the apex of the jump. Because by the time you hit the time you hit the ground, you'll have just started to drink it, and the effects will have just kicked in. So like you'll take a little tick of health, and then it'll refill. <laughs> and best part, Nathan, works on nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> so there was one point where my party left me, and I was like, motherfucker! So I just did that, and somehow beat them, and they I beat them down. I was like. Wait, we didn't see you pass. I was like, well, yeah, you weren't looking in the middle of the tower. <laughs> you didn't see the, old, you didn't see the fucking old man Cyclops tumbling down. Imagine what you could do with two eyes. That many health potions, you can't regenerate an eye. Yeah. Well, if he had an eye, Nathan, it wouldn't be a fair fight. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're running a little long here. Uh, I know. Uh, we we got sidetracked by Bermatide. We did. And that's the one, because I do have a thought on Primaris Marines real quick. All right. What is this thought? So, thanks to you, you Shield Brothers, 
you gave me the Space Marines Codex for my birthday, and it's awesome, and I love it. And I've had some time, but I've had some time to think about Primaris, both since they've come out and after looking at the rules a bit closer, and the models. Very cool models, very cool rules. And that's kind of a problem. Because the models themselves look the way Space Marines should have scaled-wise, right? Yeah. And the rules behave in such a way that feels like the way Space Marines should have all along, right? Yeah. So, who at this point is going to say, no, I don't want as many primaries as I can have. I'm going to take the normal bog standard Space Marines, who are tiny, have not as good guns or rules or abilities or features on the tabletop, because at what point does it make because at that point sure people can say oh I'll still use the standard tax squads just for flavor but I'm still going to use the Primaris Marines the intercessors for the models like cool but what if you also want to use actual Primaris intercessors alongside that how do you differentiate oh I'll, do, I'll uh, tweak the guns so that the inter Primaris have the different gun options other than the bolters like cool cool um you realize that's going to be a pain in the ass for both you and your opponent to keep track of on the tabletop, right? Well, let's paint this soldier. And say, no, 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 no. Like, sure, I get that the Primaris models all were designed to have the shoulder pads and heads and like that be... Um, interchangeable. Yeah, interchangeable with the existing range. But, like... Why bother? Because, like... Sure, it's a stopgap to maybe sell a bit more primaries. Like, cool, people don't like the stuff that comes with primaries, but they can still kit bash it with their old bits. Sure. But why not make the primaries a bit more standy-outy than they are and just update the old normal tactical marines to look like the primaries are now to kind of well, put things one, to scale? Well, for one, the squad box is not old. Well, the old scale. Because, yeah, they're not as tiny as they used to be. Well, no, it's more of like, that's still a new box. Yeah, I, I get that. So, but you, okay, three years old. But you get what I'm saying as far as overall scale and posture. Like, the Primaris look the way Space Marines always should have. Yeah. So why so not just make run them... Primaris Marines as your, tactical, as your normal Marines? Well, that's what I'm saying. They've completely made, from a reasonable standpoint, like, it just makes logical sense to do that, to run, just run Primaris. Like, everyone's like, oh, you know, Primaris armies are out of the new thing for face It's like, well, yeah, why wouldn't they be? The models are awesome, and so are the rules. And they're brand new. And they're brand new. Why wouldn't they be? Just like, it seems like Games Workshop didn't consider their older range of models, because not even the new tax squad. Think, I'm not taking this personally. The old Space Wolf box. Mm -hmm. Those models are tiny compared to yeah. the new, even the new tactical Marine box. The newer... The current, Not tiny, but a little smaller, maybe. A little smaller, and it makes, but it makes a difference. Yeah. I don't know. It feels like a slightly less ginormous middle finger than the whole old Black Templars upgrade box. Not working with any, not being modular with anything anymore. Yeah. Other than I guess the, the shoulder pads is all that worked. The shoulder pads and the land raid doors. Yeah, but the torso fronts is what. Nope. No. So everything but the things that made Black yeah, Templars. Yeah, the Black holy hand grenade of Antioch still worked. Hey. <laughs> When I first saw that in that codex, I was so happy. <laughs> Vortex grenade. But I don't know, like, I like Primaris, but I feel like maybe they should have just had their own codex. 
Because it seems like there's a lot more potential. There's a whole lot of potential there. Well, at there. that point, it's kind of like the Scions having their own book. Yeah. Yeah, they, it worked okay. Mm-hmm. But it worked better if you just took alongside a guard army. Well, it's insane. They could have learned from that experience with the Scions and fleshed out Primaris a bit more. They I did. get that. Well, they, they have more than two units and two vehicles. Yeah, but, like, you know what I mean. Like, Primaris, it seems like there's so much more potential there than is currently being capitalized on. And maybe that's something we'll see in the future, but... I'll see. They've got their own tank, their own dreadnought, their own plasma support, their own uh, menace or assault things, the intercessors, several characters. Yeah. Every variant of character. Different kind of jump troops. Like, two varieties of jump troops. Yeah, you got the jump troops, too. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah, and the uh, heavy support ones. What do they got? Hmm? What do they have? Just Almost kind of like the Centurions. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. But they they look a little bit... More fleshed out. Yeah. They don't look like a space marine inside of a space marine. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, okay. I like the Centurion models, but hey. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Is seeing them in person... It's like, wow, that actually isn't bad. Yeah. Box art sucked. Box art sucked. Pictures in the magazine sucked. But when you look it up close, like, that's fucking adorable. Well, I like, want uh, a million. When they came out, that was it the Terminator Apothecary for 30K in, mm-hmm. in, hard, in a Catafacti plate. Right. A lot of people didn't like how it looked until they actually saw the model. Right. And they're just like, well. The picture sucked, but this guy looks pretty cool. Yeah. And, like, that, both with the. But I am fucking blanking. Centurions and that um, cataphractic model, that's also not the first time that's happened no. lately. In like oh, okay. the past, Personally, like, I did not like the Leviathan Dreadnought when it first came out. Right. Then I saw it in person, like, this thing's awesome. Right. Not the same effect as the Dorado. No. <laughs> that thing is still a boat on legs. It's still a boat on legs. It's very comical. The thing looks, no, it, it looks like the quintessential, like, New York Central Park rowboat. Yeah. On legs. Yep. With massive guns strapped to the side. Yes. Like, man. Which is a shame because the weaponry rules are so good. <laughs> I know. But the model is just such ass. <laughs> but, like, I've just. That's been happening more and more. It's like the picture just. Remember when the pictures is like, wow, that looks awesome. And then you see in person, like, that looks even more awesome. Now it's like the picture's like, wow, yeah. that, that that looks fucking terrible. And then you see in person, like, wow, that's actually okay. I'm hoping that's the same effect as that night, atrop- uh, night um, Puffarion. The bowling ball on legs. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like, I haven't seen one of those in person yet. Uh-huh. I don't like the pictures mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. What's another thing that that... I feel like there's a shitload of examples of that. Yeah. And if Austin were here, he'd be like, oh, I can name all of them. Uh, yes, he can. But thankfully he's not, because we're, we're running long. That's okay. We're also running late. A bit. <laughs> we're a couple what? days late for this. But you know what? It's okay, because we had fun. Exactly. And we hope you had fun out there, listeners. Thank you for your patience with our delayed release date. We'll be back on regular schedule. Eventually. This weekend. Hopefully. Eventually, right? Eventually. But until next time, as always, check us out on Facebook and Instagram for your usual feed of hobby goodness. And wherever you're listening to us, be it SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, whatever, 
Don't forget to subscribe there so you get this when it goes live, even if it's a little bit delayed. So you don't have to wait for me to make the announcement on Instagram. And if you feel so inclined, give us a little like on there and maybe tell us how uh, and tell us how we're doing. And if you've got any requests for topics, even on this particular series, because apparently that's an option now. Yeah, sure, let's go with that. Why not? We love to talk about what we'd love to talk about what you guys want to hear. Otherwise, it's literally just what this episode was. We're just like we're gonna talk about things that make us say words. Yes. And hopefully you guys enjoy it. But we like taking requests. We're always open to them. We'll do our best, to, especially if it's a lore one, if it's a little more obscure. We'll try to do our best. We definitely would probably be in the market for some more old school fantasy lore requests. Yeah. Because more 80s metal album cover <laughs> stories. But until next time, thank you all very much for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye-bye.